Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Thanks for listening to AFR. I'm Tim Wildman, and uh, joining me is Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Fred Jackson. Good morning, Tim. You guys yakking up hockey right now, aren't you? Hockey season's underway. Oh, it's in Pro- full swing. Professional hockey. I think Ed's going to a game, aren't you? Yeah, I'm going uh, to see the Bruins play in Nashville. Right. It's the Predators, December 2nd. My son's going with me. Nice. I'm going to wear my Bruins jersey. Come with Bradley. me. Yeah. <laughs> Bruins well, jersey into the Nashville. Predators, yeah. But uh, well, they're, a, they're, they're nice up there. You know, hockey's a national sport now. Yeah. In the U.S. I mean, it's international and it's all over the world. Well, mm-hmm. Not all over the world. I don't think the Congo has a team. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I'm talking about in in uh, cold weather countries anyway oh, north, yeah. in north america yeah because mm-hmm. they have a hockey team professional hockey team in nashville have one in yes uh, well they got two Tampa, in florida, florida. They got one in arizona yeah several in gotta California. keep those snowbirds happy that's, that's right florida. that's right all right a lot to talk about today as you would expect on this monday uh, and if you'd like to join us on uh, what ed affectionately calls that their internet you just go to youtube and facebook and type in today's issues and you can watch the show from our studio here, or come inside our studio with the camera there on the internet, Facebook and YouTube. Just type in today's issues. You can watch the show there. Facebook, we also post our stories that we talk about, so you can have access to those yourself. That is the information we talk about, where we get it from. We will post those stories on our Facebook page. For today's issues, George Barna coming up at 1045, right, Ed? That's correct. What's he going to be on about? We're going to be discussing with him a new survey out. Here's the headline from a story on the Christian Post. Most millennials like Jesus and the Bible, but 30% identify as LGBT. That's from a study. We're going to talk to him about millennials and some of their views and is that true? Thirty percent identify as LGBT. We're Is that find- uh, millennials in general or self-identified Christian millennials? Most millennials in general. Okay. All right. So we'll talk to George Barna about uh, that coming up on the program. Also, Gary Haven, founder and chairman of Curves Fitness International, will be with us at the bottom of the hour. There's a push now among many uh, elites to get children vaccinated with COVID, uh, COVID va- vaccine, uh, and we will talk to him about that uh, coming up at the bottom of the hour. Right. Gary Haven will be joining us. Uh, Fred, what's leading the news this morning? Speaking of vaccines, President Joe Biden's mandatory uh, vaccine for uh, groups with 100 or more employees, companies, organizations in general. What he announced back in the summer for the national emergency, which he hopes to solve by January. By January the 4th, yes, yes. Well, it continues to make its way through the courts, the challenges to that mandate. Uh, and late on Friday, Friday night, not sure why it came out so late on Friday, but the 5th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals granted an emergency stay um, 
last Saturday, the week before, the Biden administration challenged that a week ago today in court. And then Friday, last Friday, the Fifth Circuit said, no, we're going to keep that stay in place. In other words, it can't move forward. Now, the, the judge on the Fifth Circuit who made uh, wrote the decision, Judge Kirk D. Engelherd, wrote that the stay is, quote, firmly in the public interest. He went on to say, from economic uncertainty to workplace strife, the mere specter of the mandate has contributed to untold economic up- upheaval in recent months. End quote. End quote. Yeah, nothing ambiguous about that statement. Uh, that's from one federal judge uh, on the uh, Court of Appeals. In, that's in based in New Orleans, but covers uh, the Fifth Circuit, which is Mississippi, Louisiana, and Texas. Uh, but uh, so this is setting up for a uh, what might be a Supreme Court challenge. Ed, <clears throat> this is great news. Yes. And right. by the way, American Family Association, what and our ministry here, we was we were a defendant in this case. Um, a, pl- a plaintiff. We, we we excuse me, a plaintiff in this case. So uh, we are very much involved. We petitioned uh, on religious freedom grounds and other grounds. Wow, this shouldn't be, uh, uh, this burden shouldn't be placed on on us. Uh, and we're just one of many groups that have that are involved here in in resisting the Biden uh, mandate. So uh, at least initially, yeah, this is good. This is a, a good. This is good news. Uh, this will probably go to the Supreme Court. Well, I don't see how the Supreme Court does not. Uh, handle this because you're going you are probably going to get other appellate courts who are going to say uh and i think i think uh, on the district level you've had a one judge i think who has said you know it's good to go the mandate is legal so you're going to have conflicting rulings on a national policy the supreme court is going to have to handle this because you have osha you have a bureaucratic federal functioning administration that is making a rule for all businesses with a hundred employees or more. And the talk is that they're going to actually go down from that number in the near future to include all businesses. The Supreme court is going to have to speak to this because you are going to have, as the judge said in the fifth circuit, you're going to have uh, chaos ensuing yeah. because you're going to have a lot of people who <clears throat> are going to lose their jobs. If, uh, if a president alone can dictate that American citizens, this I'm getting to the bottom line here, that American citizens have to get injected with a substance or lose their job, that's going to be the bottom line question that the Supreme Court has to answer seems to me now they could split the difference here i know we're speculating but that's what we do here right sometimes yeah. we speculate. talk about the different options so they could say no that the the weekly testing is allowed because biden did offer that as an option right yes <clears throat> in his uh his lord biden <laughs> made his <laughs> proclamation uh so they may say well you know you can't force people to inject uh, a substance into their bloodstream, but you can require COVID testing once a week. 
I don't know. They may split the difference there on that one, <clears throat> but but it's it's going to be interesting to see when this makes its way to the Supreme Court because for now, for right now, this is off the table. The uh, Fifth Circuit Court that's a that's a, that's a court that's just under the Supreme Court, and they've said stop it, Biden, stop it, OSHA, you can't do this, mm-hmm. and uh, they said it pretty emphatically. Quite, Fred just read the quote from one of the judges a few minutes ago. But, but so. like you said, if if the president, if the administration can do this, yes, then they can do a whole host of other things. I don't know if we're going to get to all the different stories that we have, but one of the things we talked about this morning in our story meeting is that in the country, the nation of Austria, they're telling people you can't leave your home. If you're not vaccinated. Right. So what's to stop if President Biden can order OSHA to do this? Why can't he order another agency to say you can't you, you can't fly? You can't cross state lines. We're going to come get your kids if they're not vaccinated. You have to stay in your home. What's to stop them from doing it? If he has the, the constitutional authority to do what this mandate is, there really is no stopping blip place you know we hear the stories about austria we've heard about new zealand we've heard about australia other countries like that united states is not those countries <laughs> it's just not and i believe time is on the side of those who are expressing concern about these vaccines or shots whatever because as time is going on i see the rebellion building the other thing that's happening Do you call it rebellion really uh I guess, I guess it is, but I mean, oh, I, it's resistance. Resistance, sure. rebellion. Yeah. But but also the facts are getting in the way of, of the Biden administration. To that point, an ABC News story on Friday. This ABC is their, News? ABC, like liberal ABC News? Liberal ABC News. Okay. This is their headline. Vermont has the highest vaccination rate in the country. So why are cases surging? Question mark. Read the story for yourself, folks. Here's what's going on there. They have the highest rate of uh, vaccination in the country. Highest in the the country, vaccination rate. Yet there's a huge surge going on there. So bunches of people vaccinated. Now, the Biden administration, the CDC tells us, got to have this vaccine. That's going to protect you. It's going to take care of you. But here's the other thing that's happening. And they, they quote one of the officials there as Vermont may also be a victim of their own success. Now, what's he talking about there? They have the highest vaccination rate, but they have the lowest rate of natural immunity. Now, you put those two things together. What's going on? I'm not a doctor, but you have a high rate of vaccination, low rate of natural immunity. Could it be that the vac- vaccinations, the shots, are diminishing the ability of people to develop their own immunity to this? That it's, that it's suppressing the body's own urge to create natural immunity. Anyway, so there you have, you have this. And now you have the CDC talking about, well, being fully vaccinated. Now we're going to change the definition. It's not just two shots. It's a booster. And you now have the scientists saying, yes, these vaccines, they, their potency wanes over time. 
stop and think about that. The American people are now saying, what do you mean? I'm going to have to have a booster every three months for the rest of my life in order for this to work? So you put all that together. You put the mandate on our military people. You put the mandate on our health care workers. You put the mandate on our police forces. We've been dealing first with all responders, of, yep. first responders. You deal well, with all of these stories. You've got a rebellion going on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> so, you know, maybe this would be a better discussion, a more interesting discussion. I, I though I don't know that this would factor in in a constitutional uh, discussion if the vaccines worked. But what's happened is you just quoted the story out of ABC News. And I'm not suggesting that the uh, shots, I call them COVID shots. Because I think that's fair. They're COVID shots. COVID prevention. They're not prevention. They're COVID shots. Uh, the word vaccine uh, implies that it stops you from getting something or transmitting something. That's the implication of using that word. Now, but now it's proving that uh, the uh, COVID shots, while initially successful in diminishing the infection rate, uh, some people might argue with me on that, but I'm just going to say that as a uh, for the sake of argument. <clears throat> What's happened now <clears throat> is that, uh, as you suggested, the effectiveness of the vaccine shots, the COVID shots, are diminishing over time. I guess six months now, six to eight months. And so what's going to happen now? Uh, if the CDC is the CDC's probably going to have to come back and say, <clears throat> well, you're going to have to get a booster shot to qualify as fully vaxxed. <laughs> right. Well, then what do you do with the mandate that uh, Biden has put on to, to be fulfilled by January. And the reason Biden pushed it back to January, he wanted to avoid the crisis that would be created during the holiday season, namely December. If you put this, uh, if you made it, uh, if you implemented like he wanted to in December. So it's, it, it's a political, what Biden is doing is almost all political. It, it really has nothing to do with, if this were a national emergency, ladies and gentlemen, he would have said, you got three weeks, everybody to get vaccinated or we're coming down hard on you because this is a national emergency right they post they keep postponing things because it's not really a national because emergency. it's not really a national emergency that but but they're all in mm-hmm. on this the cdc biden the liberals they are they they're they're all in on making the american people bow the knee regardless of whether the vaccines are working along uh, working any longer or what it means to be fully vaxxed. So whether I'm, they're effective against uh, alternative forms of the the uh, virus, right? Okay, the variants. <clears throat> um, the, but they will have to they will have to move the goalposts when it comes yes. to yes. W- who's fully vaccinated because you they like you said they are all in. The vaccine is the only consideration. They have not. They have not, and they will not talk about natural immunity. They will not talk about whether the vaccine actually harms your natural immunity. All those kinds of things, whether you wear a mask, all that stuff. It is all centered on the vaccine. So they they can't walk that back. Yeah. This mandate with the OSHA rules, it will have to be applied to the new description of the new definition of what fully vaccinated is 
Yeah, <clears throat> it's going to be the next few weeks, the next couple of months. Uh, in, in the meantime, you got a lot of people losing their jobs because Biden insists people get the shot. And uh, I think that's why I think the Supreme Court will rule pretty quick, one one way or another, on this because too many too many Americans' lives are their livelihoods are, are, are hanging the balance here. And a lot yep. of companies, by the way, a lot of companies have voluntarily implemented the mandate with their own employees because of what Biden said in the summer. Well, this this OSHA rule is coming. So a lot of businesses have already started implementing it. And they, they were doing it even before the uh, mandate went into effect. Let me ask you, let me switch. To you. Did you want to say something else about that, Fred? Well, I, you mentioned United Airlines. I was just going to say, all right, so the Biden administration, in order to be consistent has to keep pounding away at this, military, big companies, et cetera. Yeah. Do you really want to head into the election season next year with the country angry about this? This is not a winner. This but is they, not but a But they've got no choice. I don't think they have a I don't think they have a choice. No, they they can't walk this back. They have painted themselves. Listen, into Biden a said he Biden promised during the election that he was going to stop the virus. Yes. Kill the virus. Now we all knew that that at least Reasonable-minded people knew that that's a promise that's that's empty, right? Because you you don't know what the mutations took place, the right? Delta variant took place, just well, like the flu bug. Yes. Yeah, every year it so changes. What he was doing, well, the Democrats were saying, Trump can't stop the virus, Biden can. It's mm-hmm. it's it's crazy, but that that's what they were claiming. Remember before the when the vaccines came out, the Biden and well, I don't know about Biden, but Harris was saying. I'm not taking it if Trump has anything to do with it. Right. So then all of a sudden, when she gets elected, all of a sudden the vaccines work. They don't work with Trump's in. Right. They work when anyway. So the the Democrats in particular are playing politics with this all over the country. Now, uh, here's another aspect of this that that doesn't get a whole lot of discussion unless you read message boards or unless you talk to people. And we all know what I'm about to say is happening. There is an underreporting of the uh, of some of the negative um, reactions to the shots. Adverse yes. reactions. Adverse reactions to the shots. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing this a lot recently. I don't know if you guys have had personal experience with this. It's not getting much play in the mainstream media because they're all in too. Yes. And if you talk about negative reactions to the vaccine shots, then that may hinder the uh, forced vaccination effort. So you just try to ignore that, I think, if you're pro-vaccine mandate. But uh, I'm hearing enough reports out there just from people I know, people I talk to, reading message boards, that, uh, and the fact that these pharmaceutical companies cannot be touched legally. Right, they are they're legally immune. That's, that's a good. Pun. It's a good pun. It really is. Yeah, that, that's the way they describe it. Legal, it they're is, legally it immune. Is punny. <laughs> they, uh, I'm not saying. I, I'm just saying there's enough cons- to me out there hearing these stories about how th- that uh, that that gives me pause. Um, well, it doesn't give me pause. It's worse than that. But I mean, you. Yeah, you're exactly right, Tim. 
And I think if we were to poll people listening to us right now, they would have heard a story by now of somebody's uncle, somebody's aunt, somebody's relative, neighbor. Hey, they got the vaccine. Right. And boy, then right. the then their trouble started. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm just, I don't think all these people are making this up. You know what I'm saying? I think this is really is happening. Do your own research, folks. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying, uh, do your own research on this. There is the VERS. Is it called VERS? VERS. It's a VERS. Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Which is on the CDC yes. website. <clears throat> CDC website. There, there's enough out there to cause, uh, if you're going to, to, do, to do further research on this. And when you have, I mean, let's be honest, when you have pharmaceutical companies putting out a product that they cannot be legally held liable for, doesn't that make you wonder why that is? <laughs> huh? I mean, doesn't it? Yeah. You well, wonder? initially the argument way back when, the yeah. initial the argument was we need to get something manufactured. Like I understand that. that. Yeah. And they, part of the contract was, well, you're not going to hold us legally liable. Yeah. And if I were their lawyers, I'd have been for the, I'd been pushing for the same thing. I'm talking about the lawyers at the big pharma companies. Right. I would have been pushing for the same thing, but it's, but by now here we are eight, 10 months into this, uh, mass vaccination. I'm thinking at some point, these companies are going to have to express confidence in their own product to where they say, listen, if it doesn't work or if something negative happens because of our shots, then you have the right to go to court. Well, and, and let me just let me just say this too. To me, this is a self-inflicted injury in terms of skepticism and fears about the vaccine because some of these fears may be overblown. Maybe that maybe the cases we're talking about that we have all heard. Maybe that is a very small percentage. Maybe it's within the normal range for vaccines. Right. Fine, willing to have that discussion. Right. But the fact of the matter is, this administration. The Biden administration has not been forthcoming. Dr. Fauci has not been forthcoming. They have pushed only the vaccine. If they had been having uh, I, what I consider to be honest discussions with the American people and not pushing what has now become a political agenda, vaccine only, I think you'd have a lot more Americans who would be going, okay, you've allayed my fears. So if they had been saying, been talking about natural immunity, if they said, if you've had covid with six months, you're right. pretty protected. Right. After that, that protection wanes. You may want to consider getting the vaccine. Here's the thing to look out for. Here's the small percentage of people who are going to have adverse reactions. That is no different than any other vaccine. Talk to your doctor. Uh, if yeah. they had been talking mm. about other health approaches to keeping yourself healthy and uh, if they had talked about, iver honestly talked about ivermectin, yeah. hydroxychloroquine, right. all those things, I think most Americans would be going, okay, we're getting the straight scoop. Right. I will make, with my doctor, I'll make the best decision for me and my family. But now you've got mandates. We don't care what you think, and we don't care what your doctor thinks, and we don't care what anybody who disagrees with us thinks, yeah. even if they're medical experts. <clears throat> Good points all. Let me ask you this, guys. Uh, if, <clears throat> if a employer forces their employee to put something into their bloodstream or lose their job and the employee does so and then the employee dies hmm. 
or has serious side effects to the shot, is the employer liable? Oh, I, I, yes, they can be sued. The drug companies are, are immune, but the employer is not. If I, if I were an employer, I would be, I would be worried about making my employees be, get a shot, mm-hmm. and then something happening to them as a result. And then me being subject to a, a lawsuit. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's a possibility. Those are real possibilities, too. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. As followers of Christ, we are on mission. We're to share that gospel with people we come in contact with. Pastor Bert Harper. Bert Harper. That's what God wants to do. He wants to use you for his glory as a faithful servant. So when you come before him, he can say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Exploring Missions, Saturday afternoons at 2.30 Central and Sundays at 1 on American Family Radio. Hello, everyone. I'm Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Are you ready to travel again? I hope you are. We've been cooped up in our homes now for, what, a year and a half? A lot of Americans have. And it's time to get back out and see our country. We're going to Washington, D.C. and Mount Vernon. We're also going to Colonial Williamsburg, Jamestown, and Yorktown. We've been doing these tours for several years now. We've set the dates for 2022. We're going in June, and we're going in September. So you pick the month you want to go. We're also doing those tours back-to-back. So if you want to see Williamsburg, Jamestown, also see D.C. and Mount Vernon, we'll take care of you for the whole week. So for all the information available on these tours, go to spiritualheritagetours.com. Spiritualheritagetours.com. We're going to have a wonderful time together with Christians from all over the country on both of these tours. We'll see you then. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. You need a university you can trust that offers a world-class education with the values, knowledge, and skills you need to succeed. That place is Liberty University, and now is the perfect time to start. This fall, Liberty celebrating 50 years of training champions for Christ, a mission that has not wavered since it opened in 1971. With more than 700 programs online and on campus, Liberty can help you turn your vision into a future you can be proud of. Text EXPLORE to the number 49596. That's EXPLORE to the 49596. The Republican Party is in damage control after announcing a partnership with LGBT activists. The GOP hired a full-time staffer to serve as a liaison to a group called RNC Pride. Now, sources tell me Chairperson Ronna McDaniel signed off on the partnership without notifying any Republican leadership. Evangelicals are especially concerned because they believe the move will lead to an eventual fight over key parts of the party platform, including the definition of marriage. Gay activists, meanwhile, are playing hardball, threatening Christians, accusing them of standing against President Trump and the First Lady. Mrs. Trump recently was honored by log cabin Republicans at a lavish dinner at Mar-a-Lago. Now, they're getting a full-time LGBT liaison, but no full-time evangelical Christian liaison. A puzzling decision, seeing how evangelicals make up nearly two-thirds of the Republican Party's base. I'm Todd Starnes. But he saves the poor from the sword of their mouth and from the hand of the strong. So the helpless has hope and injustice has shut its mouth. American Family Radio. When you die, are you going to heaven or not? 
you can know for sure. Heaven or not, dot net. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues here on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano and with, with uh, Fred Jackson. And we, as always, we thank you for listening to American Family Radio. Real quickly, we were talking about the vaccines and the liability that the, uh, the pharmaceutical companies, when they created the uh, COVID shots, uh, had to have exemption from lawsuits. Uh, and the federal government granted them that. And uh, I can understand why they would want that. If you, if you can sue the companies all the time for negative reactions to your to their product. They uh, wouldn't uh, do it. They wouldn't. You'd never have anything created, probably. Right. You'd have no R&D. So there is a – you have to understand that in, right. the conte- in this uh, but here's the overall difference. context. We all watch the drug ads on TV. Yeah. They are now forced by law oh, yeah. to give you all the, the side effects negatives. Yeah. It's not the case here. Yeah. We all watch those ads when you watch TV, don't you? They, oh, yeah. Then you end up going, why do I want to take this? Why did you even put this on TV? I don't want to take your product. You give me 20 seconds of something that might happen positive, and then the rest of it is is going to cause you a life of time of misery. Yes. Huh? Okay. Now, you, you want to... I just have an answer to the question we were talking about during the break. Yes, and then we'll go to our guest. Okay. I had someone text me and say that no vaccine manufacturers can be sued for vaccines, not just COVID. So I did a little checking, and an article on Newsweek does seem – we're going to do some checking on this – does seem to say, according to a U.S. code, no vaccine manufacturer shall be liable in a civil action for damages arising from a vaccine-related injury or death associated with the administration of a vaccine – after October 1st, 1988. So vaccine manufacturers are not liable. However, individuals can file a petition with the National Vaccine Injury Compensation Program to get some compensation for it. I think the reason this became a big deal with the COVID vaccines is because the the, the reasoning behind this protection for vaccine manufacturers is that the FDA does stringent testing on the vaccines before they're made available to the public. That was not done for the COVID vaccines. So special protections had to be granted for the main Because they were rushed. Because they were rushed. We're going to do some checking on that to see if that is true. A little bit more checking than than this here that I just did. Well, I guess now is Gary Haven, Gary's founder and chairman of Curvis Fitness uh, International. Uh uh, we're all familiar. If you travel at all or around town, your own town, a lot of a lot of towns and communities have Curves Fitness Centers. And uh, Gary and his wife, Diane, were the ones who uh, began uh, Curves. And Gary uh, is a – he knows a lot about health and nutrition. And uh, he has been speaking out about the uh, possibility of mass – vaccination for children with regards to COVID, and we're having him as our guest right now. Gary, good morning to you. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, I was listening to uh, 
a bit of your last segment, and uh, so we're kind of on topic. Uh, uh, Tim, by the way, uh, Brian and I sold our interest in curves nine years ago. Can you believe it? Uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm no longer affiliated with it, but... Uh, well, Gary, you know what? I knew that, but, but what happened was it was written down for me by somebody here on our staff <laughs> who I'm not going to name. And, and I'll so, name them. And, and so, I, so as I'm reading this, I'm going, that's not true. But I'm saying it. That's, no, that, not, not that's not true. That's no longer accurate, but I'm reading it anyway. Uh, He's Gary, founder. He, he was founder. Founder. That is yeah. accurate. Yeah. yeah. Founder. Yeah, that's true. That's that's accurate. Okay, gotcha. and to that person, we're not going to mention. We're not going to mention his name. No, make, we would. Please make. Note I would of that. never call out Brent in public <laughs> because he does a great job. He does a great for us. job. And so, uh, Gary, I, I watched your interview on uh, one one American one, news. one American, American news, and you were talking about the uh, idea of mass vaccination for children, or not just mass, but individual uh, vaccination for children with respect to COVID. Uh, talk about that, if you would. Yes, Tim. Uh, and by the way, uh, let me get your permission uh, uh, to speak about three minutes uh, so that I can, can lay it out. Uh, millions of parents and grandparents are now faced with a decision, uh, particularly uh, in the 5 to 11 age group, uh, whether to give them the COVID vaccine or not. And uh, the FDA, as you all know, approved the experimental uh, COVID vaccine for that age group last week. And I want to say that this is not a political statement. Uh, I am not anti-vax. Uh, I, I do have uh, a, a degree in science in health and nutrition. I've written two New York Times bestsellers. Uh, I have an honorary doctorate. Uh, I've funded tens of millions of dollars in research in, in the health arena, and I can read a, a research uh, uh, project. But I'm not going to be speaking about this from a science background. I'm not a doctor, which in a minute I'm going to tell you is actually an advantage when it comes to making a decision. I am a CEO who has made tens of thousands of risk-to-benefit decisions. So I want to talk about, uh, uh, about making this decision, whether to give your kids uh, this vax. And I'm also going to talk about it from the perspective of being a grandfather with a three- and a six-year-old uh, uh, grandchildren. And so from that perspective, let's take a look at, at uh, uh, the decision process of whether you give your five-year-old an experimental vaccine. And so you ask yourself three questions. The first question is, do they need it? And the answer to that question uh, has been answered. In the UK, they just released a study that found the chances of a child in that age group dying from COVID is two out of one million. It's, it's pretty close to getting struck by lightning. So the first answer is they don't need it. Uh, the second question is, does it work? Well, I'm going to quote the CDC. I'm going to quote Walensky, the head of the CDC. Uh, the COVID vaccine does not prevent you from get, getting COVID. And the COVID vaccine does not keep you from transmitting COVID. 
So the second question is, it is answered, it doesn't work. And then the third question, which may be the most important, is, is it safe? Well, the uh, one of the 17 doctors that advised the FDA to approve this for children last week said there's been no long-term studies on children. And in fact, there were only 2,200 children studied for two months. And many want to say the only way we're going to know this is safe uh, is if we give it to children. And we know already in the 12 to 18-year-olds, uh, in teenage boys, uh, in the state of New York, there's a 19 times increase in myocarditis and pericarditis. That's the swelling of the heart or the, or the sac that surrounds the heart. Why is that important? The death rate of myocarditis is 50% in five years. So we already know this thing is not safe. So if, if it's not needed, it doesn't work, and it's not safe, you know, the decision when you do a risk-to-benefit decision is really quite simple, in my opinion. The problem is, and, and I'm going to go back to what you guys were saying in the last segment, is that, that the institutions that we're supposed to have faith in, and I'm talking about the NIH, the CDC, the FDA, these institutions have proven to be untrustworthy. They're no longer worthy of our trust. Therefore, we have to do our own research and make our own decisions. And here's the big problem. Most medical doctors, most of your pediatricians that you would normally go to to get advice for them are still trusting these untrustworthy institutions. And I hate to say this, but your doctor uh, is probably going to recommend it because he has faith in the CDC, and he's had that faith for years. But the CDC has repeatedly lied to us and to your doctors. For example, uh, they said that if we all took the jab, that we would reach herd immunity. And they knew that it didn't prevent us from getting COVID or prevent, prevent us from transmitting it. And they, they lied about this thing being approved. You know, the, the, the Pfizer vax that, that's available to you in America is not approved. Kerminity is approved. But Kerminity is not available in the U.S. market. And the lies just keep going on and on and on. So we as Christians in particular, when it comes to injecting our child with an experimental uh, uh, drug that, that – uh, isn't needed, doesn't work, and is very likely dangerous. We have to think for ourselves. Amen. Gary Haven joining us. Uh, we're talking about this move among some in our country to uh, make children uh, forced vaccinations for uh, the COVID shots for kids. And as Gary, the one statistic there are several. There are several things you said there that caught my attention that stood out but the one thing you said here that really uh that really uh struck me was children are not dying of covid period that's correct it's uh, you said it's akin to getting struck by lightning the chances that's correct so so you're you're injecting a uh experimental vaccine 
into children's bloodstream that they don't need. When you look at the statistics, they don't need it. And uh, also, you don't know what the long-term effects of said vaccine shots might be because we don't have a long-term to look at. So, and as I've said before, we, we all see the commercials on TV every night where um, these companies, I mean, these law firms are saying if, if you use so-and-so between the years of so-and-so, so-and-so, having experienced so-and-so, so-and-so, please call the law firm of so-and-so, so-and-so, because you may be entitled to a so-and-so. Compensation. So- huh, huh, compensation. And we see those every night on TV. And so it, you you can't say with certainty that uh, everything is safe for people to take, especially children, when we don't when we, enough time has not passed to be able to judge a statement like that, Gary. Uh, Tim, it's criminal. Uh, you know, if you look at the Pfizer rap sheet, they have paid billions in criminal fines or misrepresenting the products. You can't trust these people. You know, the CDC, this is a government agency. You know, if you trust the U.S. government uh, to tell you that you should inject your child with something, uh, you know, you, you really need to have your head examined at this point. Uh, and there, therein lies the problem. People want to have faith in institutions, but sure. when those institutions are no longer worthy. And, and, and the biggest problem all, of all is that doctors... Uh, have trusted the CDC, and they're almost in a trance. And so you can't even go to your doctor to get advice on this. You have to think for yourself. And that requires work, and it may be a little uncomfortable, but it's really not difficult to to make an informed decision. And I tell you, if you follow the recommendations of the CDC, it's nonsense, and it's non-science. <laughs> That's a great line, uh, Gary. Is there one site you would? You know, I'm uh, pleading with people. Yes, please. You know, don't inject your kids right now. Wait. Yeah. You know, the, the, yeah. they're not in danger. Wait. Make yeah. sure that you're fully informed, and it's going to take time for that to come out. And 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 and, and you have to do your own research. You get. Yeah. You've got to examine the evidence for yourself. Gary, is there is there is there one is there one website that you would recommend people go to to follow um, or, or not? Uh, you yeah, want no, to get no, back no, You no, want I, to get back with us on that? No, I'll tell you. Okay. Dr. Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A. He's a medical doctor uh, out of Florida and does wonderful stuff. Uh, he's a great go-to place. And then naturalnews.com uh, is another Get, get and, those and two. Get, get those two again. And just spell them out for uh, us, if you would. Yep. Yeah, Doctor Mercola, M E R C O L A. dot com, and naturalnews. dot com. Naturalnews. dot com. Okay. All right, Gary. Uh, you, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, there's, there's, uh, uh, all of these doctors that that understand what's going on have been censored. Right. They're censored in main news. or And so anytime experts are being censored, you know, the, you, you should see red lights 
You know, we, you, they don't want us to have both sides of the story. So what's wrong with this picture, right? No, it's like so the, there's just so much evidence. It's like the medical mafia. It's like the medical mafia. Uh, it's funny. It's not. This is not funny, but these uh, almost all the doctors have to go, especially if they're young, they have to go with the CDC line, mm-hmm. or they are there. They feel like <clears throat> if it, if word gets out that they've disagreed with the CDC line, then their careers may be threatened because their peers may come down on them, or their the AMA may come down on them, or they may be forbidden from practicing. So it's almost, but if you get some of these folks, some of these doctors, if you get them away from that fear, then they could talk more objectively, not saying that they would be totally against the vaccines. I'm just saying they would talk more objectively, as Ed said earlier, about uh, the pros and cons of this whole vaccine push and vaccine movement uh, and the, uh, and the uh, natural immunity, yeah. uh, the natural immunity and benefits of that. Too, but it's yeah, like that's, go that's, ahead. That was a great example. Yeah, you guys were talking about. Yeah, you know, uh, doctors are censored. They're threatened with their losing their license. You know, a real good example was you know there there was a lot of preventative treatment available, but it was forbidden by the CDC and the institutions. If you look at the death rate of COVID in South Korea per million, it's fifty two. The death rate per million in the U.S. is two thousand two hundred and forty. Now, I don't know about you, but I want what they're having. And, you know, what are they having? They're having early treatment using things like ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine. You know, even vitamin D3. You don't have a degree in nutrition. Uh, if, if you get your blood levels of vitamin D3 up to a healthy number, uh, your chances of giving COVID are dramatically reduced. And, and, and if you get sick, you, you don't get that sick with vitamin D3. How many times has Fauci gone on TV and said, Hey, you got to get your vitamin D3 levels up. See, this isn't about health care. You know, this is about making money and something even more nefarious. <laughs> you want me to say it? I'm not going to. I'm not going to say it today. I've given everybody enough to think about. Uh, please stay on the sidelines. Yeah. Even when your doctor tells you to 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 jab your kids, stay on the sidelines. Yeah. He is trusting an institution that's not trustworthy. Yeah. Thank you, Gary. Appreciate it, my friend. Okay. God bless you guys. Okay. Thank you. That's Gary Haven uh, joining us. Fred, your reaction? Well, I was just thinking, I think it's California where it's becoming mandatory that your five-year-olds get vaccinated. I, we need to pray yeah, for Yeah, you them. can't go into a public restaurant. We need to be praying for those Where is parents. that? Where are y'all talking about? That was San Francisco, I know. I don't yeah, know if it's for, other cities. Kids got to show their, their, their shot of Kids cards. have to show proof of vaccination or they can't even go into a McDonald's. That's in San Francisco. I don't know about the rest of, maybe no, the rest of California. I think California is moving in that direction, yeah. the whole state. That's insane. And it is. Huh? But it it's, is. All part of the, it's all part of the Biden administration push to force the American people to get on board with the vaccination. We're going to put pressure on you through your kids. Big Bird from Sesame yes, Street. Yes. They had a commercial using Big Bird talking to children, saying, I've been vaccinated. I got the COVID vaccine. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That's when Gary Haven talked about something more nefarious going on here. Right. I would put there is one category of public health officials and medical experts that honestly believe in the vaccine. I Listen. That's fine. 
I, I want to hear what you have to say. There's another group that this has become politicized. And like Gary was saying, I don't trust these people. Okay. I don't trust these people. You try to circumvent parents using Big Bird to go after kids and tell them to get vaccinated. Tell your parents you want to get vaccinated. Mm. Listen, that is that what they did with this? I didn't see it. Big Bird thing. Big Big Bird was talking about how how he, I guess he's a he. uh, He had uh, had gotten the COVID vaccine. Nothing had happened. And he had had his vaccines since he was a little whatever, a little bird (laughs) instead of Big Bird. So th- when when people say something's something ain't right, let me just use bad English. Something ain't right here. Okay, this is this is something else is at work. This isn't just the CDC and Dr. Fauci being uh, interested in everybody's health. They are sticking with this vaccine thing. And I'm sorry. At at first, I thought the vast majority of these people were just interested in stopping COVID and keeping Americans healthy and safe. There is still a percentage that's doing that, but something else is at play. Yeah. I mean, what else, what else do you think? We're trying to reschedule George Barna. <clears throat> can't get him on the phone or he can't do it. Sorry. We're talking to Brent Creeley through the glass. Uh, dimly. Can't get him on. So George Barna, we're trying to get him on the phone. Maybe we'll get him scheduled for next, uh, We'll reschedule him for maybe the next half hour or tomorrow. But right now we're having difficulty getting him on the phone. You're listening to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. Tim with Ed and Fred, and we thank you for listening. Should you want to send us an email, go to comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. Next story, Fred. Well, uh This is an alert because if you're watching the mainstream media today, tonight, you're probably going to see a White House celebration like you have never seen before. Because President Joe Biden, he's going to have Republicans and Democrats, members of Congress. He's bringing in Republican and Democrat mayors, city council members from across the country. That's bad for the climate. Yeah, I know. Bringing all these people in. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just concerned about our climate. I know you are, Ed. Yeah. <laughs> I see it all over your face. Yes. yes. They're all coming to the White House for the big signing of the $1 trillion infrastructure bill, okay? This is not what I call the $1.85 trillion socialist bill. This is not Build Back Better. This is not Build Back Better. This is uh, the infrastructure Yes. Yes. So just be aware of that. And they're going to celebrate this. This is going to be the greatest thing since sliced bread. Uh, But we also need to, because very few people, including members of Congress, have read the whole thing. Right. Here we go again. You know, Obamacare all over again. But buried inside of this even infrastructure, there's some for bridges and there's some for roads. But there's a whole pile of stuff in there we're told. Somebody even said 90%. It's about Joe Biden's Green Deal. In other words, moving, attempting to move the country towards your electric cars, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So just be aware of that, folks, tonight. It'll all be positive. The major networks will all put a positive spin on this, but watch out. Now, with regards to the big fat Bill Back Better bill. I don't think you. <laughs> 
You shouldn't be f- uh, fat shaming legislation. <laughs> like that, Fred. That's I, I, I feel very guilty. Yeah, please. Yeah, the, the build back better. Yeah, yes. He called it a big fat baloney. Big fat one. Yeah. Now it is being scored right now to get to try to get the truth. Biden and company says it's one point eight five trillion. What we're hearing is, and there are some independent estimates on this already. This is actually going to be closer to four or five trillion because there's little grandfather clauses in a whole bunch of stuff there. And all you have to do with a grandfather clause, once you get the whole bill passed, is just say, we're extending that. Right. So just be aware of that. The only thing standing between our country and full on socialism is Joe Manchin. (laughs) Yes, sir. Yeah, the Democrat from West Virginia and perhaps. Kirsten Cinema, maybe? Cinema from Arizona. I don't know if there are others, but they're not outspoken. Be, the, the likelihood of the Bill Back Better passing is very low because they've used, correct me, guys, if I'm wrong, they, the Democrats just use reconciliation, which is you, or did they? I'm sorry, I need to stop right there because I don't know for sure. Because I know some Republican senators voted for this infrastructure mm-hmm. that are not going to vote for the same. I, I don't know, but the I, I need to find out. But the bill back better one point eight, which you say is really four point something trillion dollars, mm-hmm. is uh, there's a big question mark about that whether that's even going to be able to be passed. That's right. And let me tell you something too here. There's a lot of economists now that are talking about the inflation we're experiencing. Is not going away. It's fact. It's going to get worse. And if you flood the uh, American economy again with federal borrowed federal tax dollars in the form of trillions of dollars, is that not going to is that not going to deflate the dollar? Oh, it, it would cause it would cause further inflation. That's the worry. Mm-hmm. And yeah, gas prices. You name it. But Tim. <clears throat> According to some of the guests that have been on CNN, you just you can afford it. Yes. You can afford the higher prices and, uh, you know, right. just don't, get used to it. Don't worry. Be happy. Yeah. yeah. We'll be back in a minute. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.